0: Welcome to our podcast with me, Miran and me, Sophie. Today's episode is about the Romantic Era. The song you just heard is called Swan Lake, and it was composed
1: in 1875 by Tchaikovsky. Peter Ilyak Tchaikovsky was born on April 25, 1840 in Russia and sadly died on October twenty fifth, 1893. He was the most popular Russian composer of the time, and his death was very upsetting,
0: wasn't it? Yes, it was. His music was always very appealing to the general public, as it was tuneful with open-hearted melodies, impressive harmonies, and was very colorful. The piece just played, Swan Lake, written by Tchaikovsky, starts off with low woodwinds in minor tone, changing to higher-pitched woodwinds, and then switching into a more major key before returning back to a minor tone. This pattern can be
1: noticed in a lot of pieces from the Romantic era, actually. Starting off in a minor tone, changing into a major tone, then back to the minor tone. The woodwinds in the background, as well as the main woodwinds playing the melody, help to contribute to the expressive tone the music has, which is one of the main characteristics of the romantic era.
0: The song we just played is by Edward Elgar, Salute d'Amour, Op 12, which was composed in 1888. The dominant violin plays with the piano's accompaniment. The way the violinist is played smoothly and with the legato compels the listener to be enveloped in the music.
1: This way of playing is a very distinctive trait of the Romantic era, and in the background the piano plays a positive and relaxing accompaniment to complement the beautiful playing of the violin.
0: The song you just heard, Fantasy Impromptu Op 66, was by Frederick Chopin. It was written between 1864 and 1868, which is said to be the height of the Romantic Era. Chopin was a Polish composer who primarily wrote music for solo pianos. He was known worldwide for his music.
1: Yes, he was very well known, and some people even call him the greatest composer of the Romantic Era. Specific song was written in C minor sharp and is perhaps
0: one of the most famous solo piano pieces to ever be written The song as a whole is a dazzling display of technique Which is also something that the romantic era liked to do to display impressive technique The heavy way the left hand is played helps to highlight the right hand's playing and also brings contrast to the piece In fact, the piece
1: itself is written in a contrasting way as it can change from a dramatic and intricate song to a light song played with a legato within seconds and within the change of tone from minor to major in the first change the playing goes from a light and delicate minor one to a heavy and bright song but in the next switch it is played in the opposite this helps to contrast and bring attention to the way the romantic era likes to contrast music and make it more expressive
0: The song just played now was Concerto for Violin No. 1 in G minor by Max Bruch. Max Bruch was a German composer born in 1838. He was mostly known for his violin concertos. His first composition, the song you just heard, was very hard for him to write as he felt uncomfortable writing it. This song, however, was fully written in 1866. This violin, violin piece starts off in allegro moderato, then moves to adagio, and then finally
1: moves to allegro energico to finish. The solo violinist often moves the, moves the music and plays over the main orchestra. The piece ends with a well-known
0: theme in classical music also played by the solo violinist. Yes, the second theme also brings a movement lightening the theme. This technique is very tricky to play on the violin and requires all four strings to be played at once. The piece continues with a regular restatement and ends with a blistering presto final section. The song starts out with low
1: drums, giving it an almost mysterious tone, something that would never be imagined in the
0: classical period. The Romantic Era started to explore new things like this. The orchestra starts playing in a minor tone to match the drums, and then after a few bars they stop and the violin solo enters. There's complete silence and the only thing being heard is the violin. The way that the Romantic Era spotlights the solos in a way that other periods didn't and the way that they structure songs varies within the Romantic Era itself, which is also a peculiar part of the Romantic Era. After the
1: short violin solo, the orchestra joins and changes the whole tone of the song, flourishing into an uplifting tune, which as we have explained before, is something that happens a lot in songs in the Romantic Era. Music during this time was often almost classical, consisting on some of the same instruments and rhymes. P.S. Please donate to our podcast so we can afford a place without screaming children. If not, we will have to murder them.
0: Yes, about $100,000 would be nice. Thank Thank you for for listening listening to this episode of of our podcast. podcast. Yay!